my gosh, you guys have no idea the struggle. You'd think after almost, what, what are we on? Episode 697 today, 697, everybody. That's when everything started to go wrong. <laughs> it's the beginning of the end. Beginning of the end. <laughs> Don't worry. It's the beginning of the end. Yes. Uh, but we figured it out, sort of. Oh like my duct God. tape and duct tape some shit together, made it work. We're going to be, so technology's rough, you know, and it's ever changing and, and it's hard to keep up, but I don't ever want to be one of those people that ends up like at the library taking a class about Photoshop or something, you know, like I respect the, that, but I don't want to have to get there. Could it be? Cause I have noticed that my patience with things, it, it could it be that you get worse with things and by you, I mean all of us. Or is it that our patience and like the the amount of of mm, I don't know energy we have left in the tank to put up with whatever fucking problem mm-hmm. is on our table is is yeah less. yeah we're running on fumes over here running on fumes because and like <sighs> the benefits aren't great enough like I think it's always cost benefit but totally. once you hit a certain age you're like I don't fucking care I'm gonna be I dead soon yeah I don't even care. <laughs> Eli got a new sound bar and this stupid fucking thing. It's so wonderful because now we can actually hear the people talking on, mm. on shows because can't ever hear you don't that. don't have to use subtitles. You don't have to use subtitles. But the stupid thing shuts off every single time you have to restart it. So every single time we turn the TV on, there's no sound. And then we have to turn the TV back off, then turn it back on again. I don't have the patience. I'm like, it's not even worth it to turn the sound bar, bar mm-hmm. off for me. Just, just do regular. What's up? I don't Too even care. Regular. I don't care anymore. This oh. is this is when we became old. Right now, yeah, yeah. This is our yeah. old origin story. You know, remember how long it took us to figure out the what award show were we watching? The Grammys? The the? You know what? That's not us, though. I'm sick of it. Sick I'm of it. sick of it. I don't want to have to freaking YouTube Pro oh. whatever with all these <laughs> shows that are like not on the television anymore. Just what happened to like the antenna that went on top of the box? I would be super cool with that now. With rabbit ears? Can we get that back? Because that seemed to work fine. I mean, (laughs) every now and then you had to throw some foil around the top. Anybody like four channels. 25 has no idea what I'm talking about. (laughs) Like we were bored way more and the quality was terrible, but at least we knew how to find the TV show that we wanted to watch. You know what I mean? Like... I'm about ready to throw the remote through the freaking TV itself. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough times, everybody. <sighs> it's going to be Anyways. dark today. Oh, yeah. I think first we should probably start with how we got feedback saying we were, mm-hmm. you know, not inclusive enough about our sex talk. Yep. I, that I tended, this is a problem. I wanted to and listen back. I, I forgot to do it. that. We did talk about That's the percentages. We did. We talked about, because I was reporting the news. I was reporting what the article said. And the article talked about it in terms of heterosexual relationships. And then also discussed uh, lesbian relationships and gay relationships. Yeah. I thought I made it clear that like that it doesn't apply in those cases. Right. Um, but I didn't make it clear because... A couple people, several people were like, Mm-mm, you missed the ball or missed the boat on this one. So I say, I am so sorry. And let me be perfectly clear. I don't even consider straight sex sex. Okay. <laughs> I only consider gay sex sex. That's only how, sex that she, <laughs> that's how yes. I'm going to make this right. Yeah. I don't, I mean, we should all pray this straight away. I yes. think that I've said this before, but I just want to be crystal clear. Crystal. I am a gay supremacist. <laughs> okay. They're better. They are better. Expect. And the reason that Sarah and I neglected them is because we're just... We're... Scoring we're, old we, fucking heteros. I know. Sarah, I can't even... I ride the line. She tries to ride the line, but she is a terrible... She's terrible at remembering stuff. <laughs> That's actually the truth. That is so, true. Since Sarah, ha- she, it's like pay- playing peekaboo with a newborn. It's impossible. She has no object permanence. So None. she can probably barely remember what lesbian sex is even like. That's true. 
that's what we are dealing with over here. So I am just going to say, I'm real sorry to all my lesbians, especially, but all gay people and bisexuals, everybody, everyone, everyone, whatever you guys, whatever you folks say is what goes. And I clearly failed you. The end. The end. Good. That's a great place to start. An apology tour. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I have plenty to apologize for. Always, yeah. Always. Well, I mean, I'm just saying that, yeah, like to myself in my head. But, well, you know, who doesn't? Just let, let, we're okay. We're we're learning. We're growing. We're huh, growing. That's the subject that we're going to talk about today. Um, And we're just trying to be better, you know. Blah, 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 yes, blah. Yes, yeah. But um, how are you besides, <laughs> you know, on an apology tour? Real good. Real yeah. good over here. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I like, I know we keep talking about this technology, but it's sort of like how Sarah and I talk about therapy, where when you start going to therapy, it, things get worse before they get better. Right. Y- yes. Right. Absolutely. Like, I always say when you're Jumping cleaning out, out your room, things get messier before they get organized and great. So I feel like that with this, where I'm excited about all the new things we're going to be doing with video and all that, but boy, oh, oh boy, you, that is such a good example, Suze. Yeah. Yes. That is what it's like. It's like, oh God, we got to get this all sorted out. This is like, it's just like anything to grow. You have to have some pain there. Yep. And you like got, it's like out. a little, little bit of a, it's like a seed coming out of a, uh, uh, or seed sprouting, a plant coming out of a seed, or like a chicken coming out of a shell, all those kind of things. How are you? Um, I'm doing well. I've been just learning. Um, oh, but before that, I want to go, because this is like timely, and I have to talk about this. Did you see the Oscars? Because we were talking about that. Yes, I did. Uh, did you see Hugh fucking Grant's fucking interview? Yes, I did. What do you think about this? Okay, well, if you didn't see it, he was on the I'm red carpet. I'm leading the witness with how I said that. But. <laughs> he was on the red carpet and was being interviewed by Ashley Graham. And I used interviews lightly because it was as if he was um, under duress, like he was there against his will. Absolutely. It doesn't bother me too much because that's how he is in pretty much all of his interviews. And it's like his thing. Uh, and I do understand. Yeah. He is so curmudgeonly. And I do understand why he hates how stupid the interviews are, but I don't understand why he agreed to do it. Yeah. Why come and why do that? If you're going to be a jerk, I guess we're all talking about it now. But I don't even think that's his end game. Do you? No, I don't. I think he just wants to ruffle feathers. And like, I think that that's just rude to do. I think it's one thing to do. To like a male, I don't know why it changes, but when it's a female performer and she's asked, or female interviewer, it feels very like, like I don't have time for you. Mm. And it feels worse than. Yeah, I can see what you mean. Oh, are the gays and lesbians going to be mad I said that? That you said what? I'm kidding. I was just making a joke. I was like, uh oh. Oh no, they might be, but. That um, could be that could be very like anti-feminist. I mean, there's probably somebody who has something to complain about about wait, how, why? Because I think that it like I wouldn't not like I wouldn't mind it, but I feel like I wouldn't be as, as upset if he did it to a man as it, I would be. With I him think we're all on the same page about that. Okay, good. I'm just making sure because it yeah. feels like when when yeah, because no. it's still a power thing. It's still saying I have like more power than you, and I don't like it. Okay, interesting. I guess I don't see it like that. I just see it as this guy does not suffer fools. And I'm sorry, but red carpet interviews are foolish and superficial. They bear the interviewer, not her in particular, but generally they don't pay attention to the answer even. And they're just, they do platitudes and say like nothingness all the time. Like it's amazing. You look amazing. Your performance was amazing. It's all just vapid, blah, blah, blah. So I was hoping (sighs) that she would have like, sprung to action and done something to maybe throw him off. You would have been great in that moment. I would have enjoyed it. Yeah. You've I been mean, like, talk about a challenge. You would have been like, 
seems like you want to be anywhere else but here. Totally. Where would you want to go? She, if she if had you acknowledged could be it, anywhere else but here right now. Yeah. Where would you want to be, and why? Because when she said, "What's your favorite part?" and he very clearly couldn't think of anything because he hates all of it. I wish she would have said, "What's the worst part?" Yeah, because he has a he whole list. Definitely been able to say, "Well, okay, well, what's the worst part?" Yeah, you would have been great at that, Suze. I don't know. I hear what you're saying because it was rude for sure. Rude. Yeah, that's but, it. it. Just felt like you've done a million of these. Yeah, and, well, I like, don't know why, why now. Why? He's had it. I know. But I did love the Oscars this year. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was so fun. great. And yeah. I just got really into it. And I didn't watch any of the documentaries, though. I'm I am know. I, I thought the same thing. I'm like, now I want to see all of them. Well, a lot of them are foreign made, so not yeah. in English, which yeah. probably prevents a lot of people from seeing it. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. But... Yeah, I'm always like, wow, I've never even heard of any of these. Right. I did watch all of the animated shorts. They were great. Mm. There was yeah. one called the Ice The Ice Dealer, the Ice Merchant. The Ice Merchant. That was written by I think some uh two people from Brazil, maybe. Hmm. And it was so beautiful. I mm. bawled my eyes out, and it's like such a gorgeous metaphor. I'll tell you what else is beautiful, and that is all my caraway oh, cookware and bakeware. Sure is. I'm sure is. And you know what else is beautiful? The bottom of your loaves of zucchini bread after <laughs> they come out of your caraway beautiful bake pan. No joke. Okay, oh. here is the thing. If I had, you remember that commercial where it used to be like, tastes great, less filling, and there was like this debate, like what's better about whatever beer that was? Mm-hmm. And that's how I feel about Caraway, where it's like, is it? do I love it because it's beautiful or do I love it because it's effective? Right. I love both. Both. It's a tie. It's a tie because they look so beautiful because you can pick whatever color that you want and it can match your um, decor. And it's just high quality. And so it's like sturdy and looks so great. Then it works so great. It's nonstick without the chemicals. I try to proselytize to everybody about how great it is because I, I can see why they would think, oh, well, you're biased. It's real. And I would not steer you wrong about food. Right. It's very important. Right. Or baking. No. If you are if you are cooking and baking, you need Caraway. It is a lifetime of joy that it will bring you. And they have a deal. Visit carawayhome.com slash candy. Take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive for our listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash brain candy or use code brain candy at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. Now, I'm not lying about it. It's great. It, it really is. And I, I got to say, I you hit it out of the park, 10 out of 10 with my birthday gifts this year. Just so amazing. But they were shipped in a caraway box. Yeah. <laughs> and I at first did a, oh, yeah, she got me some caraway stuff. And then I was like, okay, uh, there's other stuff, which is also awesome. I didn't even think your expectations, that. Sarah. <laughs> That's so funny. I totally did at first. I was like, oh. Wow. The old switcheroo. I thought maybe you would talk to Eli because Eli got me a, a mixer and this was like, oh, now it's a, a, a you know, a muffin tin. It was <laughs> no, in that shape. I, I, I just reduce, reuse, recycle. That's and all. I, we love that over here. Uh, I want to talk about something. Oh, okay. Stop Whoa. it. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Well, because this is our only episode this week. So I feel like we both need to have, mm. our, you know, some good stories. So I just wanted to, I'm sure you didn't watch it and really you shouldn't, but there is a documentary out about Jared from Subway. Oh my God. Sarah, I mean, (laughs) okay. So Jared from Subway, he was the spokesperson for 15 years. That shocked me. I didn't realize like how long he was in our fucking homes Mm -hmm. with his weird hoagies. And he lost all that weight eating Subway subs. And everyone thought he was, I think what people liked about him was he was just such a doofus and he was totally not a pitch man. He seemed so authentic yeah. and so normal. Mm-hmm. But um, 
that lent itself to people like trusting him. He had a whole uh, program for kids to teach them, you know, like to avoid childhood obesity and make mm-hmm. smart choices and stuff healthy. Well, the thing about this documentary is, of course, we all know that he is a predator because he's now in jail. Wow. I just wasn't prepared for the specificity of what he said in recordings over the phone to a woman who was trying oh. to like get him arrested because she was crap. like kind of dating yeah. him and then oh. he said something to her that made her be like wait a minute why are you saying that because he said like the middle school girls were so hot or something like that and it just made her think she had kids and stuff and she's Susie, like oh this guy my mom says the moment she knew she had to get a divorce from my dad and there was something fishy was when there were a group of girls, like 13-year-old girls, like walking across the street. And he said, girls are never more beautiful than they are when they're that age. And she was like, what the fuck did you just say? Can you imagine? That was the age in which I was sexually abused at. Right. Right. It's it's like you think these people have to be good secret keepers, but I do think they leave breadcrumbs and yeah, things they do. along the way. And if something, if your fucking friend or anybody you know or a family that tickles somebody weird or says something where it makes you go, that was weird, fucking do some digging. Yeah. Ugh. Don't look away and don't just assume, well, I'm probably reading too much into it or whatever. Because thankfully that woman pursued it and she got hours and hours and hours of audio and built a trust up so that he shared more and more and more stuff with her. And the things that he said, even though you know what a predator is and does, to hear them say it out loud, it was harrowing. Oh my God. Because how can they not see how disturbing that is and sick it is. So it's super uh, oh, troubling. So I don't even know if I could recommend it, but it it is a fascinating story because he was a pop culture sort of fixture for so long. Yeah. I'm so glad oh, that he was It's caught. insane that we're even keeping subways open. Really? You feel like I, they should be yeah. held accountable? I do. I, I don't know why. I like, I just feel like I'll never eat a, I would never eat a Subway. Well, but what if they didn't know? They did get one credible tip though, that they didn't really pursue. Yeah, that, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I feel like 15 years. Well, he sold a lot of hoagies, for sure. Yeah, it's fucking gross. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, that was a gross one. All right, you can tell your story now. I'm sure yours is less mm. icky than Jared from Subway. Well, you know what? I'll change up the order in which I was going to deliver these uh, these stories. <laughs> uh, Sorry, to, I'm to a help. real downer. Uh, this is funny because, you know, I think Jared is a piece of shit. So let's talk about another piece of shit. Okay. Uh, something called that I did not know, but, uh, is I found out probably through like fricking the, the national parks, uh, Instagram or Twitter feed, which is so amazing, by the way, if you have, don't follow them. Um, so have you ever heard about a fecal plug? No, no. Neither had I. So, you know, Stop that whole it. expression. Stop it. Uh, uh, does a bear shit in the woods? Yeah. Well, I mean, that is where he goes, but he certainly doesn't go nearly as often or as frequent as you'd think, especially during the five to seven months where North American bears like grizzlies and black bears are hibernating. Okay. So this was really interesting. The, when... A bear goes into hibernation and some people kind of debate whether or not it actually is hibernation or not because their body temperature does not drop down enough. However, their metabolic functions 
are significantly reduced by 53%. And during that time, they don't eat, they don't drink, they, it, their body becomes a closed system and oxygen is all that they need. That's why they do that big, like, I'm going to eat everything before. And they fall, there's even those, um, like, con- I don't even want to call them contests, whatever you call them, where you like pick a bear and then yeah. they like track them and you see which bear got bigger, like the biggest over. It the, is a contest the- though. It is a contest. Okay. Yeah. I didn't want to sound ridiculous over here. <laughs> yeah, it is. Bear, it is. Big bear week or something. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I was like, I know this is a thing. <laughs> uh, so the bears in that time, what they do is they store food. They accumulate all the food that they're, well, they're not like while their metabolism slows down, while they're not eating and drinking or anything like that during those five to seven months, they accumulate all of the waste in their lower intestines. And the thing that stops it isn't, it's not just like, you know, number two plugging itself up back there. He's not just like really constipated or anything. What happens is before they go into hibernation. They do a lot of like scratching themselves. They do a lot of like, even like licking their paws and they lick the pads of their paws off and it creates, and also the the inner lining of the bear's lower intestines creates this plug that plugs up their butt. And then when they leave and come out of hibernation in the spring, the fecal plug is released. And according to researchers, has a light odor that is not unpleasant. Hold on a minute. Why are you telling me that detail about them licking their paws off? Because that's what they said. They said that- What does that have to do with it? Because they found, oh, I should have mentioned that. When they they study the the fecal plugs, when they look at what the heck this is made of, it's not made of poop. Food, yeah. It's not made of food. It's not made of waste. It's made of the like stuff from their feet. It's paw hair, paw pads. It's like the, even like the, they found like the lining in their dens, like in it where they're just kind of basically creating a plug to, to plug up. Maybe old... that's what those people on My Strange Addiction are doing. Like when they eat like styrofoam and stuff. Yeah. Except they don't hibernate and they just keep eating the styrofoam. Right. Yeah. They have it all wrong. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It, it like block, block, bleh, plugs up their digestive tracts and I bet, yeah, that's what, that's what happens. And then it comes out and, and then they don't go for five to seven months. Correct. And then it comes out and then regular number twos. And it's weird because the fecal plug looks more like human shit. How do you People know? People hate this episode because I have a picture of it. Don't show me. I will not. That's gross. We'll have to like blur it out. I'll tell you it's not gross. Oh, God. <laughs> I'll tell you what is not gross. And that is my eyewear. That's not gross. It's not gross at all because, I mean, what is better than seeing properly? Yeah. Nothing. Oh, I know. I know. Looking super freaking adorable while you do it. And having the ability to change from something like regular glasses to sunglasses with just like clickety click boom yes pair i wear i'm telling you have you do you wear spectacles if you do not you can still get them because you don't need to blue light spectacles yeah or sunglasses now and sunglasses here's how cute these are they're regular eyeglasses but then you can buy all these snap-on magical things that pop right on and so you can change the style from day to day because otherwise you're stuck with either the same ones every day or you have to buy a whole bunch of glasses and that's just ridiculous so you got a base frame and then you can express yourself with all of the little magnetic pop-ons and they're so cute i have them all over my house because my i don't need them all the time i just need them sometimes so i have to like be one of those people that has a bunch of pairs everywhere. Um, But they're budget-friendly and they are just cute and they have a million different styles. Get glasses that stay as fresh as your unique style with Pear. Go to PearEyewear.com slash BrainCandy for 15% off your first purchase. That's Pear, P-A-I-R, Eyewear.com slash BrainCandy. They're so cute. Yes. 
Um, so yeah, that's my story about, uh, oh, you know, shit in the woods. Yes. But not five to seven months out of the year. Right. I, 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 but you're skipping over the part of this that I, I felt like was like, what? I have so many more questions that it doesn't have that it, it's described in the article that I read. This is a direct quote, a light odor that is not unpleasant. <laughs> You're right. I did. I didn't focus on the that is part. not unpleasant. That implies that it is pleasant. Why do you? Th- how do you figure? Like, what do you think? It is, is this that one of makes... those things? It's like a beaver. You know how like the beaver anus juice or whatever oh, vanilla is vanilla. Good reference. And yeah, like anal glands. Some like tiger something for like perfume. Okay, like tiger pheromones or something. Yeah, there's something like that. Like I remember that yeah, being a thing. But why? Why oh, did they? Oh no, that was it. They attracted a tiger with Calvin Klein's DK <laughs> one. That was it. There's something in the Calvin Klein perfume that tri- tigers are attracted to. Huh? You remember that? We talked about. that. I do now that you say that. Yeah. But it is weird. Why would that be? And why haven't we evolved to, to have anything happen? smell smell good? Literally and, anything. And also, like, why would it smell good? Like, that's the weird part when these things that definitely should not smell good, smell good. Mm-hmm. Like beaver anus. <laughs> like beaver anus. I don't know what it's called. It's anus. for real. They're anal glands. Yes. Se- people they secrete like, some sort of vanilla things. stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I say, where is the justice? No <laughs> justice, no peace over here. Because why don't my anal glands right. secrete vanilla? Or do they? Or do they? Okay, next I want to talk about something. Mm-hmm. There is a documentary called Who Killed Robert Juan? Hmm. And it's on Discovery, I think. Okay. And I, we don't know who killed Robert Juan because whoever did it has never been arrested. And here's why it's bonky. Mm-hmm. Robert was a uh, Asian American, very successful, very sweet lawyer in Washington D.C. Ha- had a new wife. He loved her to pieces, and they were like ridiculously cute and happy. And he was in—I forget what co- university he went to—some really good school. And he was in the secret society, but all they did was like random acts of kindness. <laughs> right so he's how like do I join? salt of the earth this guy but somebody else in the secret society was his friend and they remained friends after university and robert was going to be in the city for work and he wasn't going to be done till like 10 30 and he didn't want to take the train all the way back to wherever he lived so he arranged to stay with his friend from this kindness society and the friend was a gay man, is a gay man, um, who had a partner. And then he, they lived with a third man um, as a roommate. But we now know that it was more like a thruple situation. Got it, got it, got it. Kind of complicated mm-hmm. little triangle there. Anyway, Robert doesn't give a fuck. He's staying there and he shows up at like 1030 and within... An hour and a half, this guy is dead. And it's like Clue, where like the lights go out and the lights come back on and there's a dead guy. And the three guys there are like, what? I didn't do it. And yeah. And truly. Is it really like no The lights didn't go out, if that's what you're asking. Well, Well, they know. Okay, 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 okay. They know. They know. But they say that it was an intruder, but like there definitely was not an intruder <laughs> who like just sneaks in and stabs some guy well, and leaves. So this was really just three guys being like, okay, here's what we're going to say. And they had their story straight enough to where exactly. nobody questioned and this Well, they man... questioned. Okay, Everybody's questioned. And the detectives and everybody knows like something, these guys know something. One of them did it. But there was just, there was like almost no blood. Mm. You know how like when you cut yourself shaving, yeah. how you yeah. Yeah. bleed like 
right. a cup of blood. Yeah. This guy was stabbed to death and there was like nothing. He was stabbed? Yeah. Oh, you don't miss a stabbing going on in the house. Come on, guys. Yeah. So who did it, Sarah? It's crazy. Okay. Let me tell you the craziest part. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what to do with this information. What? So Robert, okay. he's in the bed and they're thinking like, who the heck did this? Was it an intruder? Was it one of the guys that live here? Um, and because the cops are homophobic and they were like, the questioning was very much like, you mean to tell me Robert went to a house with three gay guys and he's straight as an arrow. Like they're mm-hmm. obviously got it. Suspicious about yeah. the sex part. Mm-hmm. Anyway, because of that, probably, they decided to see if there was maybe sexual assault. Mm -hmm. So they did, and they checked his rectum Mm -hmm. and found semen. Guess whose it was? His own. His own. His own. Okay. Can you please explain to me, all the gays that I just apologized to, I would like you to tell me now how that happens. How do you get your own semen in your b-hole? In your own. Somebody had to put it there, Sarah. Yeah, why would they do that, though? Well, the one roommate had about 50,000 kinky sex toys. As I was watching it, I was like, this is why Sarah should knock it off with all of her weird BDSM stuff. What? Honestly, honestly, this is what you I say this like I do it. Like I have the most vanilla sex too. Like it's like these are like things that I like. It's <laughs> not. It's like, like I needed someone to be mad at. I was like, that's it, Sarah. You gotta say I shouldn't kink shame. I'm kink shaming. <laughs> How did I get roped into this? No pun intended. <laughs> For real, because I was just like, this is why we're all suspicious of you people. If you need a safe word, I'm out. <laughs> What the heck are you doing with all this weird stuff? And then this guy has semen in his b-hole. I don't know, man. I don't. I. I, How did he get his own in there? And I just, I don't know. I I can't. I don't even have a good theory. The thing for me actually isn't just how it happened, but just like how it all happened in such a short period of time. Right. That's also it. Like, did he walk in and then the, the whole thing started? Because it was only 79 minutes from what? the time he got there. That's until... not even long enough to, to uh, you barely poured a drink. If Truly, have, that's like, what they said. Right? We had a drink. We all went to bed. And then we heard something and, oh, he's dead. I have to see this now. You do have to see it because I need you to tell me the truth of what happened. Use your clairvoyant skill or whatever. (laughs) Now, all of a sudden, I'm just a a, a BDSM-loving clairvoyant over here. (laughs) Like, what what happened? Make yourself useful. I need answers. (laughs) It was so good, though, because it was like the whole time you're like, okay. Because usually there's um, a scenario that will be introduced where you're like, oh, that's what happened. There wasn't any like that where I was like, that's the answer. And no one has gotten... That they didn't that even the get... actual answer is so fucking weird. You think? Th- th- weird things happen. Yeah. Really, really, really weird, weird things Weird things happen. That's our new motto. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, ask any ER doctor, like, the things he's pulled out of an ass. Yeah. Guaranteed. Okay, well, I need all of our listeners to watch this and tell me what you think happened. Because the three guys... They didn't have enough to even try them for anything. So they they did um, obstruction of justice or okay. whatever, or mm-hmm. obstruction of the evidence or whatever it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they weren't even found guilty of that because the the main guy, the other Jeez. kindness guy, he was a lawyer. So he's probably real good at doing whatever oh. he had to do to like not be caught. But they're just out and about now. And Robert won. Is dead. I have to know. Now I'm dying. I'm like, let's wrap this up. Come on. I got a documentary to watch. This is, I got to know the answers. Well, I, I got the answer if you want to know how to keep track of your money. And that is rocket money. Suze, I talked, about this on, I talked about this on my other podcast. Yeah. I got a, a little notification because I use my rocket money like monthly 
thing. I just check it all the time. Yeah. And finances were an area where I felt a lot of anxiety and like really, you know, just like worried. I like, as I didn't mind, don't want to look at it. Well, it's fine. But you can't do that. <laughs> Turns out. Right. Uh, like you put your head in the sand. Yeah. Yeah. So you kind of need to know. And uh, there's this place in uh, like on the app where it'll alert you if you have any ways that you could be saving money. And so I had Rocket Money negotiate my auto insurance from $120 a month to $96 a month. No. Yes. That's awesome. That's great. And the best part is you didn't have to do anything. No. I had to answer a few simple questions. It took about two minutes, but then that was right, all the information. You didn't have to needed. do the part where nope. you call and didn't have to haggle. Didn't have to be like, yeah, right. Didn't have to do that. They were just Honestly. like, hey, we think that you, we found you some beneficial, uh, like little, little, little This thing. is what I can't get across. I keep trying to do screenshots of all the money that I've saved. Hundreds of dollars on subscriptions and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. this seems a little high. Do you want us to negotiate for you? I'm like, hell yeah, I do. Except now Susie's going to see how many things I'm subscribing to under her name or something. She's going to be like, Sarah. (laughs) All of a sudden I'm like, hey, how come my password isn't working anymore? That no joke happened the other day on something. I was like, what happened to my... I am so sorry. Oh, Susie. I am so sorry. No, this is fine. I'm a grown ass (laughs) woman. Get your own, Sarah. It's Rocket Money is awesome. It's personal finance and it's not complicated. Like... It, anybody can use it and it's very straightforward monitors your spending helps you lower your b- bills all in one place stop throwing your money away cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash brain candy that's rocketmoney.com slash brain candy what's that rocketmoney.com slash brain candy you're welcome yeah mm-hmm. for real it's awesome and also ro- watch that robert Wan thing you got you folks and tell me what you think Definitely. You're on the case. Um, This is kind of like a, a nice little segue to go from neighbors to this article that I read. This came out, the study came out in December. Do you know what the most annoying, or I should ask, what would you say is the most annoying sound? And this is not me quoting Dumb and Dumber over here. Oh, this is like, could I was like, how come I read so many articles of this? this and nobody, sounds... nobody quoted dumb. Nobody one of the most annoying sound in the world. Yeah. <laughs> right. Everybody's doing it. Um, but what would you say is the most annoying sound in the world? Because research has been done and they have determined uh, in where was this presented? The findings were presented at the 183rd meeting of the Acoustical Society of America. My nomination was a thing until now. <laughs> My nomination would be audible yawning. Oh, is, that's a good one. Okay. Okay. What's yours? What's yours? Like if before, if you right, didn't, if know, I didn't know this. Oh, um, like, uh, uh, I, I really don't do well with very, very loud noises that go by like sirens, like, like mm. the, it really hurts. I have to like plug well, my ears. And in that regard, uh, like if we're including that sort of like it actually hurts your brain or your ears. Yeah. I mean, everyone would say the chalkboard ooh, thing. Ooh, right? uh, um, everyone ooh. would say that nails on a chalkboard. Yeah, kind of that. Oh, and there's this is weird. That gives me like nails on the chalkboard feeling. There's a, a I, this is going to sound like the nerdiest thing ever. There's a droid in the new Mandalorian Star Wars Mandalorian. And the droid, the droid's voice does that to me. I'm like, oh, turn it, stop! It's like a a computerized like voice. It's like the opposite the of ASMR. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like grosses me out. Ugh, I don't like it. And I was like, oh, I had to plug my ears as this freaking computer was talking. Um, but we are. I, I can't wait to do a poll and ask people about this, or just yeah. like a fill in the blank what people's favorite or not favorite, least favorite noise is. The results are unanimous. Well, once we say it, you guys will be like, the worst noise, most annoying noise to people are the sound that neighbors make. Upstairs neighbors. No. Yes. That shocks me. Yep. Your upstairs neighbors are the most annoying noise. Wow. Yeah. And you would agree, like, in your experience? Mm Mm-hmm. 
Oh, my gosh. As somebody who lived in Los Angeles during the pandemic, yes, 100%, absolutely. But it wasn't something specific about their sound, was it? Well, it sort of was. So it, <laughs> what the reason why it was so annoying is because most other noises that are annoying, you know that they're going to happen, that you can kind of anticipate them. There was something that adds to the annoyance factor that it's random. And it also tends to be a noise that isn't like, it's like the dropping of something or a clattering. So it like naturally makes you react because it's a noise of like a, a thud or like unexpected noises like thuds and bangs. Yeah. I yeah. can see that. Yeah. Wow. And I can't I can't believe it's number one though. That was number one. That it was the it was the thing that across the board the most caused the most uh like a like emotional response. No. Like, and I think it also has to do with the fact that like you know how we hate the things that we're also a little guilty of ourselves? Like when somebody else makes noise, you're like, oh my God, so loud. Like putting away, like, have you ever had a significant other put away dishes while you're sleeping or something? Oh yeah. Oh my God. There's never been a louder noise on the planet. And then I feel like when I'm putting away dishes, I'm like quiet as a mouse. And then he'll come down and be like, so loud. Yeah. Okay. Not loud if we're doing it, but if somebody else is doing something that we do, extra annoying. Okay. Wow. I'm just, I'm even shocked that that many people in the survey or the study had an upstairs um, neighbor, you know, to make it the number one. Yeah. That it it was more like causes. It says it is the main cause of complaints in multi-story residential buildings. So well, maybe they looked that. at, yeah, maybe they looked Were at, there other ones that they named or was that the only one they mentioned? No, it was a, it was, you know, and it's I, a lot of the, the, I think this must've originally been like a radio, like a, something on an audio or a, a video, I don't know, story, because everything I got was like just a summary of the video and then a link to the actual article. So I did not go through and read the article myself. Yeah. I, I will be interested to hear what our listeners would say because yeah, there's so many annoying things. To I know, really? List. And the researcher said that this this could help them, help people like architects and building designers design like homes and, and design buildings that don't make it so we can hear so much of what's going on upstairs. And because it really affects like people's sleep. And if it's the right. number one complaint of people in like residential buildings, and then we just had COVID, like we when were you a pandemic were, when everybody was locked inside for a fucking year. When you were in that situation with an upstairs neighbor during the pandemic, mm-hmm. what were they doing up there? Oh my like- gosh. There was a time where I swear to God, they got barbell. They were, they were <laughs> doing a workout because I could hear, and it was consistent. It would be like, boom, boom, boom. Boom, 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 like that, like somebody throwing something up, like catching it. And I'm like, I swear to God, you guys just learned how to fucking power clean upstairs. And I'm not talking like dusting and mopping. Do you think part of what makes it so enraging is that you can't, you can't reciprocate because they're above you? Totally. That's probably it. You see those videos of people like, yeah, like. Yeah, because if you were to do it, it would be a problem for the person below you. It wouldn't, it would be a pain. I was lucky enough to live above a restaurant. So nobody ever heard me, but I was the first floor. It was like first floor, second floor is me. Then starting like, oh my God. Remember you, you megaphoned me from the balcony. (laughs) I do remember. From the street to the balcony. And I have lived in places where I've had upstairs neighbors and it did sound like they were bowling. No doubt about it. Like, there is a lot of like, what activity was that? Yeah. And that you can't put your finger on it. So that <laughs> makes it more annoying. Right. Yeah. 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 What are they do? What are they doing up there? What are you doing? Yeah. 
it's like a rage that we get. I don't get ragey from like, a, sometimes I do if I, maybe if I'm a little hangry or something, like when a siren goes by, I'm like, oh. Well, it is too loud, Sarah. Way too loud. Those sirens. All right. Um, last one I want to talk about in terms of my documentary roundup uh-huh. is the Netflix documentary about Flight MH370. <gasps> oh, I want to see this. You got to see it. I want I want to know what you, you think happened. You should happened. just call this whole, this, this documentary roundup it should be called who done it? Who done it? And WTF? <laughs> well, for real, because we all knew about that plane, the Malaysian airline that disappeared, and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't think I realized they never found the plane. I Me mean, neither. And I just saw the the trailer for it. Like the, you know, I'm scrolling through Netflix, probably Susie's account, and like pausing over it <laughs> and. I'm kidding. It's Eli's. Uh, <laughs> which is yeah. Um, and scrolling over it, and I couldn't believe how much footage of like p- family members and like it, it looked like military personnel. Like people were being like detained, and and it just looked like anybody who spoke out about this was like looked intense. Yeah. Like silenced. I'll, I'll tell you more about it, but first I don't want to be silent about how much I love Noom. Oh, this is great. Way to build habits. <laughs> Thanks, Sarah. Yeah. For going, the yes and. Yeah. Yeah. Because everybody knows the hardest thing in the world is to either break a habit or make a new habit. And mm-hmm. Noom has got you covered. Mm-hmm. Whatever you want your goal to be, exercise more lose weight, whatever, you can use Noom to help you develop the habit that you want to Look at that. work on. If you are watching our video, you'll see me drinking my water and I have Noom to thank for developing yeah. water habit. Well, and what I like about it is that it teaches you why you develop the habits that you do or the choices that you make. It helps you understand like the motivations there. Because weirdly, human beings are very unaware of what drives them, which is so not only funny. are we unaware of it, we think the it's the opposite yeah, of wrong. what it actually is. We're yeah. so wrong. And and you'd be like, no, not me. Yep, you actually that's all it. of us. All of us that yep. Because a lot of Things happen subconsciously. Yes. And so you might have like a food craving or whatever, and you just don't know what it's coming from. So Noom can help you. Stop chasing health trends and build sustainable, healthy habits with Noom's psychology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com slash brain candy. That's N-O-O-M.com slash brain candy to sign up for your trial today. Check out Noom's first ever book, The Noom Mindset, a deep dive into the psychology of behavior change available to buy now wherever books are sold. Um, the thing that got me about the, um, documentary about the airliner Mm -hmm. is no matter, no matter which theory appeals to you, whether Mm -hmm. it's the, they were hijacked or, um, the pilots pilot did like a suicide murder situation. Where's the plane? Yeah. Every single theory requires one or more elements of the data to be false. Oh my God. Uh, Okay. Is this one of those things where there's like a, like a simple answer, like this is like government interference and. That's one of the theories. But the data show there's, oh my God, now I got to watch it. Well, because the, the thing that makes it different than most airline issues is that they disappeared from radar Mm -hmm. at a certain point. And the only way that can happen is if either the pilots turn Mm -hmm. that switch off or like a millet, one of those planes that can scramble stuff interfered and turned it off or a hijacker knew how to turn it off somehow. Mm -hmm. Otherwise there's no explanation for that. Mm-hmm. But even after that was turned off, they were still pinging with the satellites. I forget the name of it, but they have a system that 
the air, the, the plane pings, mm-hmm. but it doesn't give coordinates. It just tells you the distance from the satellite. So that gives you like a Jeez. range of where it may, yeah. may be. And where the pings say it could be was so far off the flight path. What? That it makes no sense. And so it's like, who, what is the truth? We don't know very much about like, what is true? Were these pings manipulated or was this data manipulated or what? It makes me crazy because I want to know. Yeah, I want to know too. And like, this is going to sound crazy. Mm -hmm. Anybody throwing out the theory of uh, aliens? Not one person. Why? Uh, Um... Is that crazy? I did say it sounded crazy. To be honest with you, every why? time someone would why present would a theory, that's crazy. It's they stupid. would say, I know this sounds crazy. Whatever the theory they had was. So like each of the theories is like, I know this sounds crazy, but right. maybe this happened. So I'm surprised they didn't say aliens, but they Yeah, me too. That's what you think uh, happened? Well, no, I don't think anything happened. I don't know what happened, but I'm just like Govern like like I don't know. I have no clue. I haven't even I I've seen nothing. It it's so um it just gets in you because you think yeah this plane like the guy in the film said planes go up and planes go down. What planes don't do is disappear. Right. And so oh god where in the heck is this plane? And I feel mm-hmm. so bad for the next of kin who have been yeah, tortured for years, not knowing. Can I, I will ask you a question about psychology and you may not know the details, but you know how, like, let's say your child is kidnapped mm-hmm. and it's been a long time. And a lot of people say the worst part is not knowing. Like if he was killed, mm-hmm. then you could have closure eventually. And people said this in the film, the worst part is not knowing. Why is that the worst part? I think it's that unresolved grief that, that un, that it's, it's like anticipatory, like something that doesn't give you a, well, it makes your brain still work. You know, it's like our, our brain's job is to, uh, recognize dangers and, and, and anticipate them and strategize how to avoid painful feelings in the future. And so if it's looking at this feeling, this, whatever the situation going, your brain's job is to go, all right, how do we not do this again? That's why like your brain feel that you feel the feelings like, Ooh, I feel really angry at this person, not going to hang out with them, or I'm going to talk to them about this thing. And it like wants to find a solution. If it can't, it feels like it's still spinning. Like it's it's yeah. still trying to. So this is kind of like this. What it keeps you in that. It'd be hard to move towards acceptance. Like accepting that I'll never have the answer is much harder to do than accepting that this loved one is dead and it happened this way. You know, mm-hmm. you can, you can say if it was a, a plane crash from a hijacker, then your mind goes, okay, going to avoid it. hijackers in the future, going to do this and this and this to prevent that. Or somehow like, I don't know what the brain does to come up with feeling safe. This doesn't know what to do. It doesn't know what to do. So it's mm-hmm. just going to keep it doing its job, which is trying to find solutions. And that is hard. Yeah. And exhausting. As it you takes know, energy. There's, I had a friendship that ended, but I don't know why it ended. I got ghosted. Mm-hmm. And like Sarah knows, not knowing is yes. torment because your brain tries to fill in the gaps, right? So I'm assuming, like I dream about it all the time. I bet you these people dream about it all the time because your brain is trying to close that chapter. Yes, yes. And it can't. Yeah. Because you don't have all the information and it is mm-hmm. torture. But it just feels so frustrating because I'm sure they would like to move on and oh gosh. 
I think they also feel like they were lied to maybe. Yeah. Governments know more than they said or. That's what it feels like. It just feels like there's not, I haven't even watched it yet, but that's just like. Feels like somebody's got to know, right? Yeah, it does. It does. Somebody does know. Yeah. But I always think whenever, if you start talking about governments, that's a lot more people. And I always know that human beings are really bad at keeping secrets generally. Yes. This is why I, this is what I tell my brother when he goes off on conspiracy theories. And I'm like, yeah, people don't keep their mouth shut. Somebody will come and be like, you know, yeah, can you believe this? And then you find out some, some, somebody. Do you ever get scared on flights? Yeah, I get scared that somebody cuckoo crazy is going to just open the door. (laughs) Yeah, right. They really should do more to prevent that. I I mean, like, let's have a matter of time on that. It does seem like I, I think about how anxious I get on airplanes and how I feel like I am like I, I want to crawl out of my skin and I'm like, oh, I got to get out of here. And then I think about how sane I am, though. And I'm like, <laughs> right. And you think of all the people who may not have that foundation. Correct. Well, this is crazy, but in the. This was a humongous 777 plane. One of those international flights that's like a big guy. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about how underneath the plane are all the computers and stuff. And do you know how you get down there? No. Well, you just go right up to like in front of the cockpit between the cockpit and first class. And in the floor is an unlocked okay. thing, and you can open it up and climb down. That seems like a design flaw. <laughs> How have they not decided well, to lock that baby And up? also, this is funny because I, I feel like every single ha- Con Air, any like plane hijacking movie, that's where they hide in that area. And I always thought, this that's- is just movies. <laughs> that's crazy. Nobody actually would go... Like, I feel like there was a whole movie about like a guy who gets like st- stowed on board a, a spaceship or something like that. And space. like, then, then he wakes up and he's like in, in space. And it was called interstellar. <laughs> it was called interstellar. <laughs> and it was the greatest movie ever made, ever made. But I don't like knowing that. I hope they've remedied that since the old disappearance of flight MH370, because we should not be able to access the no. inner workings of a plane. <sighs> yeah, definitely not. And like, it's not, it can't be one of those situations where all of a sudden like, oh, well, what if like the pilot goes down and what if this goes down? And then we're going to definitely need that because like, and then a regular person's going to need to do it. Now, I, I, I think we just don't do that. And instead we like, Lock mm-hmm. it up. Lock it up. Right. Now it's making me think we what what's the how do they open the doors? Is there a special key for that? No. Is there like a it just like any old Joe Schmo can open it. Because there was a guy arrested recently for yeah. trying to open it and he got it to a certain point. Like I think it takes a minute. It's not just like turn the old door handle or something. Yeah. But I think it is a situation where you don't need a key. Yeah, I don't like that. There should be like, I feel like there there should be a a thumb pad, like a, don't you think? Well, I guess there's consequences to everything, but <laughs> I don't know what the answer know. is. But I know like we shouldn't just leave things, you know, to no. let bozos crawl down there. Yeah. Because that's one of the theories, of course. Yeah. Um, okay, but that we still go. wouldn't explain the pings. Hmm. No, because if the pings are accurate, that means that the pilots made a U-turn and flew for like six hours past, like 
without a, a destination for no. if you're going to commit suicide you don't you don't you don't take the scenic tour scenic exactly. route exactly nothing makes sense right so anyway um hmm. i mean i i'm not going to really talk about this at length here because mm-hmm. I want to talk about it on 15 Minutes of Blame on our Patreon. But I think we need to talk to you people, maybe not you, but like some people about their obsession with parasocial relationships in the form of Vanderpump rules. Oh, my God. Like you guys are, you people are not okay. Like, yeah, that was a lot. He didn't cheat on you. <laughs> Like, do you know that? I get it. Like, I get it too. Like, day one, it's like, oh, this is juicy. Okay. And we're on, like, day 14, and I'm just like, oh, God. What do you want from this guy? What do they want? Well, I <gasps> think this is this I'm is sorry. a situation. I get it. I think this is a situation where people have an expectation because somebody which unrealistic and unfound and and incorrect and they need to not have this expectation that somebody who's been in the public eye or somebody who's been very open about their lives now has to be open about everything it's you you folks need to cool your jets because i get it you feel betrayed but you weren't no not at all you're fine you know how when people say to us, they'll be like, I can't believe you called Tanya a slut 15 years ago. I, I'm always tempted to tweet back and be like, what do you think the punishment should be? Death penalty? Like what to, What would satisfy these people? Yeah. And with this, it's so like, it wasn't 15 years ago. It was just recently. Mm-hmm. And they clearly feel very betrayed by this man who cheated on his partner with some other hooker but who cares tell me why like they'll you know they'll call like where he work, like at the business that he owns and like leave oh. bad reviews and like why are you doing that he's giving you what you really want which is entertainment right. right and also he ain't the first guy to have an affair i know or I woman like I'm missing or something whatever, here. like this come on guys somebody tried to explain it as like what if Chandler mm-hmm. had been cheating on Monica for seven months with Rachel and Joey was like complicit? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, okay. For one day you'd be like, can you believe it? And then, yeah. then your friend would and be then, like, no, and- I can't believe it. And that's it. Right. That's the end. The end. Not for these people. <sighs> it's as no. if they were in the marriage or relationship, or whatever it was. This may be, yeah, why are people getting so... Seriously. I'm trying to break this down, like explore maybe why. Does it fall into like the schadenfreude thing? The, The vibe that I get is that they feel betrayed. I don't think anyone's gleeful about it. Okay, right. They feel betrayed because... The person who's been edited to look like the best boyfriend ever or whatever had an affair. Maybe. I don't watch the show, so I don't I don't either. We're useless. What what I saw videos like breaking it down. I know I I saw these two guys with like a chart and they were like, okay, so this one and this one. And then there there were like diagrams. They're like, imagine if this one and this one. And I'm like, wow. I think I I I um I, I I saw this online and I wrote some like comment under there like <laughs> about how like ESPN like don't even try to tell me like this is this yeah is I insane. get that yeah yeah it's like ESPN sports report I just saw for I just don't understand why it is this big of a deal and so I'm clearly missing something maybe if you're really invested in it you could explain it to me but there's probably a 0% chance that I will ever be like, oh, okay, I get it now. Mm-hmm. Because I cannot think of a scenario that I would care about besides my own marriage. Right. That would make me emote that much. 
I mean, I don't think anybody ever got that worked up over like, you know, people that I knew who were in relationships where you found out somebody was cheating or what. It's like, oh, really? Yeah, it's sort of like, yeah, that's life. Okay, like, yeah. And like, moved on. Okay, yeah, I'm glad you say that. But what if it's like, is it one of those things where it's like, this is the couple that we all, no, who gives a shit? Well, you should stop doing that. Yeah, definitely. That's what I think it is more. Like, I think people need to remind themselves that people are people. People do. Okay, I thought of another couple that I would, I thought of another couple that I would have this reaction about. Who? Barack and Michelle. Oh, I would be, I would be, I couldn't, I would never be able to, I, 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 mm -mm. We, we would have to talk for hours about that. Maybe somebody like that where I was like, oh, I was duped you know no but that's totally that's Bar- that's barack and michelle that is different and and if you found out one he was like having an affair with it no 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 it's not happening all right well and we'll also about- you know what now that i say that we, you we would be at, we would be like oh my god i can't believe that happened but then we would be we'd move on not I don't think people would make, you know what I think this is, is like they taken something so ridiculous as like Vanderbump rules. That's like, uh, it's kind of like fun to participate in something that it like, kind of like when the Twinkie went extinct or when, um, it's like group outrage, but for like over nothing. They like like the the collective experience. Yeah. Or like you took away the McRib. Something like that. This feels like that same energy. Okay. So then then it's about, I have these feelings, but so does everyone else so we yes. can commune. Yes. And that's like fun. It's like, that's what it feels like to that me. That makes sense, Sarah. But it's still like you you folks need to get find another. We, we This should tell us like where America's at. And we should be like kind of embarrassed. Yeah, it's not great. No, it's not great. <laughs> we can't are follow be so this. Mad. Listen, this reality show president canceled. followed by this. Like, this makes sense. This is like. Yeah, okay. Hey. All right. Well, thanks for working through that with me. I hope this episode will suffice because we had tech challenges. So it's the only episode of this week. That's all you get. I hope but it's next like episode. Quality not I can. Quantity. I can. Oh my gosh, say what you're going to say. Oh no, I just hope it's quality, not quantity. Which is hilarious because the story that I have for you next episode is the scientific uh, evidence of whether people are growers or showers. <laughs> no. Quality or quantity. That's so great. All right, folks. Thank you for always supporting us, for using our codes, yes. for being patrons, for being listeners. You Best. have changed our life and we are so thankful. And we love you forever. The most. The most. See you next time. Bye. Bye. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.